Broncos country. Let's rock. Broncos country. Let's ride to the playoffs. Episode 132, PH Turn is here. Joel and Rob with you as always, welcoming you back to another episode. Um, talking about some Bills, Eagles. We'll do the Thanksgiving kind of highlights or lowlights. Talk a little bit about CM Punk's return, as of course you and I uh, are, uh, maybe we're back in on the road to WrestleMania at the link. And uh, we'll mm. talk about our fantasy basketball matchup. How are you tonight, sir? Uh, grieving because you mentioned the fantasy basketball beat okay. that happened last week, but otherwise I'm good. I'm good. I'm off tomorrow, so all is good. All is good. That's good. I guess I'm more anxious about my schedule changing back to the gr- yeah. the grind of PM on Saturday. It's not going to be fun. Yeah, I'm a little uh, anxious about that as well. So I love that my last week I saw. Probably the greatest game of the year in Bills versus Eagles. I saw CM Punk return, and I've watched plenty of Sixers games. So now I'm done for the rest of the year until okay. June, where I won't be seeing any of those primetime games in the comfort of my home. I'll be looking at it at a screen for two seconds before I have to park a plane. But other than that, sure. I'm good. How about you? I'm okay. Um, I left work today. I had zero unread emails in all of my like six or seven inboxes which is fun i got new shoes oh uh, my wife bought me a new pair of shoes like an early christmas gift so i feel pretty good um are you obligated to give her an early christmas present or this was just like oh that's on you nah um <laughs> yeah i don't know good man. I, I i wasn't even asking for anything i was just like ah my shoes are kind of going to crap i i was i we went we were going to go to shoe carnival we did uh on what? black friday shoe um Car- shoe carnival i don't do you have them in jersey no, it's just like a maybe it's, it's like a famous footwear kind of thing they, they always do buy one get one half price on the oh, shoes. Bogos? Like, yeah it's one of those things I, yeah. I see it at work with me because we've had the same deals running since i was born so let me guess they pretty much always have the bogo deal going and i gotta i was looking at shoes Un- but I, armor? nothing really caught my eye what's up under armor no these are adidas actually oh let me got adidas my i was introduced uh, to cloud adidas. forms so these are these are fantastic i was yes. introduced to cloud forms Yes. About five years ago, I got two pairs at Shoe Carnival. And then Super comfortable. About a year, year and a half ago, I went again, got similar shoes, and then the bottom kind of was starting to flatten a little bit. I was yeah. starting to get bald. So I was like, you know what? I wear decent shoes to work. I have two pairs of shoes I wear for work. My cloud forms, which I don't have in here, but the bottom starting to Fade. get bald. And then I have a pair of PGs, which I love. Paul George? Uh, they were the first. Yep. PG3s, the black ones. They were the first PG3s to come out. They were like the first of that particular sequence uh-huh. um they're my favorite like kind of look good shoes like going out but not dressing like in you know in colorful shoes or anything but they're starting to rip so i mentioned i want to replace both of them the only pg3s i can find of that particular colorway which i is really the only one i want um the only ones i could find are used on goat for 55 bucks i'm like eh, they can't be in any worse shape than these i gotta check that actually but um they can't be any worse than the ones i have 120 bucks? Are we talking about the same sneaker? PGs? Nike? Uh, yeah, they're they're black, white bottoms. They, the they, chip, it's been a while the since they were out. Yeah, the, the swoosh is black, I think, on the shoe. Yeah, it's 120 on StockX. What the heck? Oh, jeez. Yeah, they were 130 when I bought them. It was the first pair of shoes, the first really thing I bought myself when I started getting uh, paid a little bit more. You know, 2019, so. But I want to replace those as well. But uh, she overheard it and then kind of surprised me. And um, got me these nice shoes, which I uh, plan to wear pretty much every day forever at this point. Man. But feeling good. 
uh, two things you forgot to mention in that opening uh, sequence. Oh. Um, even though it left a sour taste in your mouth, the Sixers had a 44-point win last night against the, the Lakers. Largest margin of defeat for LeBron in his entire career. Ooh. And you also, it. your parting gift, primetime parting gift before your new schedule was Josh Dobbs and Justin Fields duking it out in the field goal bowl. The, the Bears Ew. with their first win in like 30 years without scoring a touchdown. Well, I didn't watch a lick of it. I watched it because I had uh, a couple investments. I had an investment too, but I checked in halftime. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I was checking more for my fantasy football lineup because I needed Hawkinson to do something. Otherwise, I was going to lose and probably be eliminated. He got a touchdown, got me the over. I was out. I needed Hawkinson and DJ Moore touchdown. I got half of it right. I had, um, first of all, I needed 28 points from DJ Moore in fantasy. Which he actually almost got me. I think he got me twenty five. Mm. Um, different league from the one oh. we were in. Um, okay. um, and then I had um, whatever his name, Brandon Powell. I think I took his over. It was like twenty four and a half. I think he finished in the thirties. And um, needed fifty from Hawkinson, two hundred from Fields, and twenty five from Komet. Komet hit early. Fields hit on the last drive, and on the second to last drive, Hawkinson got to fifty flat. So. Fifty-five. Uh, yeah, we profited, so it was a nice little night coming off of a poor weekend. So, <laughs> right. Speaking of crappy weekend, how was your Thanksgiving? Um, it was good. Surrounded by family, I haven't seen it in a little bit. Uh, it was chill. Thing is, cause so I had to work the next day. Nobody else did, so I was like, yeah. By eight o'clock, eight thirty, I was kind of like rocking back yeah. and forth. This wasn't the food related either. I was just like. I got to get out of here. But it was good, though. How about yeah. yours? It was all right. Uh, again, you... I don't really care for Thanksgiving, but uh, uh, the turkey was on the table, not on my plate. <laughs> I provided the mac and cheese, which was the seemed like the favorite in the clubhouse uh, in terms really? of like, approval rating. Yeah, approval rating was That's pretty good w on in your, in Cornbread. Your corner. Cornbread. Cornbread, pretty good approval rating. I figured out how to make the whipped butter without a uh, like a mixer. Okay. I just uh, I cut up knobs of butter and threw it in a, uh, a food... Uh, food processor. <laughs> oh, that worked pretty well. Made it kind of smooth, yeah. What? Now I'm I'm an idiot, but would a Nutribullet suffice as well? If you didn't have a food processor, I, I would think so. Probably maybe like a blender, yeah. And it's interesting. You said uh, the turkey was on the table, but not on the plate. I would take it that you guys had a, a traditional sit down Thanksgiving where everyone's at the table, pasta, yams, pasta, whatever. Actually, no, we, um, so we got there first because we wanted to control the television. Really, I want to control the television. <laughs> so we turned off the music and we nah, put on I don't want to see family first. I just want to make sure the TV is mine. <laughs> yeah, we put on Lions Packers and, uh, um, great game, by the way. Th- there was just, yeah, it was a good game. That At was the, really the only decent one of the, of the day. Um, there was uh, a table set up in like the kitchen area of the house I was at that had all the food on it. And then when, once things were ready, we just served ourselves and went okay. to watch TV. I was kind of like you. I'd, I'd work the next day, and I'd go in early, too, because we put out signs. And um, I, I also wanted to stop and get a coffee on the way in. But the uh, by the time, like, 3.30 came around, I was like, I, I just want to go home. Oh, and yeah, we got there early, around, right? We, I think we got there around 2.30, so yeah. Oh, that's an early one. I was getting out. I was on my way <laughs> from work uh, heading home at 2.30. Yeah, you we were got there in time. yeah, we got there in time for the end of the first game. I don't know what time it ended, but... I think we saw like a, about half of the fourth quarter of the the Lions game. 
Yeah, we had the same thing. The whole food was laid out on the kitchen counters, and just go around in a single file line respectfully. Yeah, get yourself. I would. I skip. Like you're like a hotel breakfast kind of. Right. I was. I'm not doing this. I'm skipping. I know what I want. I'm not going for the turkey. I'm not going for the cranberry. Yeah. So I know we always end up going long because of questions like this. But have you ever had one of those breakfast things at a um, at a hotel? No, I've not. So I I've seen it. I had a. So it, it, I never did either until this year. Obviously, we traveled a little bit for these baseball games. Sure. When we were in um, Baltimore, I think it was. Okay. Yeah, Baltimore. The hotel had the complimentary breakfast, which we found out about as we checked in. I was like, that's pretty sweet. W. And it was like an older-looking hotel, and the breakfast was like good food. And I made the mistake of grabbing a bagel with my hand. And the guy came over and was like, sir, please use tongues for uh, bagel. I was like, oh, okay. My bad. I'm eating but the bagel. As, as I was doing that, I was like, I don't want any of that crap. I don't want the cereal. I just kind of cut around and got what I wanted. And then I realized people were in line. <laughs> I was like, oh. It wasn't a long line, and it really wasn't like a, <laughs> a structured thing. Like, it was just kind of like they decided they were going to make a line, but four or five of us kind of went and got our own thing. And then when we were in California and um, in San Francisco, it was yeah. kind of the same thing. But we had the first time we went and had the breakfast, it, it already had been open for a while. Mm-hmm. Because it was like ten o'clock in the morning, or whatever, and they opened up at like six. But once we got to the next day, the day we had to check out in San Fran, we we got down there at five thirty, um, ready, and we were there as soon as breakfast was served. So it was fantastic. And the same thing in LA, the three or four days that we like left early, like the zoo day, and then the um, we went to um, like Universal and uh, Disneyland. We got breakfast first thing in the morning. So as soon as it was open, and there was no line there, it was just like kind of just be respectful, but grab what you need. Unless you're a five year old kid, then you just cut in front of everybody. <laughs> there was three kids I just wanted to elbow and kick them, but damn, they kept cutting in front of me to go to the waffle maker. I was like, oh, bro, I, I gotta be on the road in twenty minutes. Like, <laughs> sit back, junior. And now, as you were cutting, do you think there was somebody in line saying this guy Philly? Uh, Probably so, so funny enough, when I was in Baltimore, I was wearing Orioles colors, and then I was wearing Yankees colors the next day, so they probably thought I was a dumb New Yorker the second day. And then in California, I was just wearing a you know, shirt and, and shorts, pretty much what I, whatever I threw on after I got out of the shower, so they didn't really know any different. It was mainly most of the people down there were either like adults that were getting ready for their day yeah, or, um, or crew when I was in LA, yeah. because our hotel was not far from the airport, so... There were a couple crew members that were down there as well, so they probably saw that all the time. Yeah, that happens down here. Well, but down where you are anyway. Yeah. Hotels nearby. It's not bad. I like it. Oh, really? Where I am? No, well, I guess we're close to the. We're, I guess we are a little close to ninety-five, so you could just go straight to the airport. Twenty. It's like a half-hour drive from up here. So. Yeah. Half an hour tops, honestly. Um, I was thinking about that. I wonder if people do stay near my house because I'm off ninety-five northeast. I don't know how far you, because uh, there's hotels like near the airport, right? Like physically near the airport. Yeah, the Philly one. I don't know about there's northeast. Like, oh yeah, that one. That's true. There is one up there. Yeah, I forgot about that small. But one. it's it's very small. But I'm I'm sure there's like a hotel or two. There's probably yeah. Um, actually no, there's not. There's um, really. Uh, unless it's on the same, I don't think so. There's got to be. There's no shot maybe. that a pilot gets yeah, here like. What's hey, a small Airbnb? airport? Is that a private airport or is that an actual? That's an, can you take commercial? Uh, no, I don't think it's commercial. I think it's just an FBO, like oh, okay. private jets and stuff, like small propeller Duff. planes. That's what I figure. Yeah. Um, was there anything mentioned from the list that we made last week on the plate 
near you? Was there anything in so the table? A, do we have a binder here with all of our podcast notes? Uh, so turkey right was now. definitely at the table. Oh, yeah. This That's... is my uh, my podcast binder, by the way. All my notes are in here. Holy mackerel. Um, Jesus. I got to find my list. Uh, for sure, so nothing with raisins, which is a good thing. Trying to think. Uh, there were gizzards on the table. I know you mentioned the same. I think the first thing you said that you saw was the gizzards. Um, no, actually, there was no gizzards. Oh, you didn't say that. Oh, okay. I thought you said it was did. um the yams with the marshmallows on top. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, that's and what it was burnt, I believe. <laughs> I think I sent oh, a right. picture. I was like, I literally get in line, get my plate, my fork. First thing I saw, yams with marshmallows. I was like, this is not a good start. <laughs> no, terrible. Um, so looking at my list, I'm reading through the page backwards. Um. Gizzards were on the table. Oof. Uh, there was no cranberry sauce, which is good. There's got to be an easier way to read this. I don't uh, think it's a Hispanic thing. No, it's, a, it's definitely a white people thing. Especially the can with the ridges. Hispanics Dude. are more likely to make it themselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. Uh, uh, no coleslaw. All right, let's take a look at the list here. No coleslaw. That's not even the right list. Uh, Sacrilegious here. There we go. Uh, gizzards, yes. Coleslaw, no. Deviled eggs, no. Beets, no. Cream spinach, no. Green bean casserole, any casserole for that matter, no. Cranberry, no. Boiled veggies, no. Cheesecake, no. Uh, no. Turkey, mm. yes. Anything with raisins, no. So we, I, they they listened. They listened to the podcast. Uh, they made sure only the only thing on the table was the traditional turkey. <laughs> right. Um, was there ham option? Uh, no, there wasn't, and I'm pissed about it because there was Me no neither. protein that I wanted. There was no, there was no ham on mine. I was like, "Fuck!" But they had the famous pernil, and I went yes. after that. That's all I was looking for. Uh, that's all I ate, except uh, your nephew-in-law kept insisting that the turkey was moist. So I tried a piece in front of him and didn't like it. And that's to Benny, which may be the reason he's he's got the runs the last three days. <laughs> I took a bite. Uh... I was like, "All right, uh, all right, uh, Mr. Bleep." I will try it because your, <laughs> your wife made it. Is crazy. You're very, very happy about this turkey that you also transported 45 minutes. Um, Did said person make this turkey, or um, was it the said person's account? wife made it? Oh, you gotta. So come, it, yeah, you gotta do the husband. Yeah, it's great. It's the best thing in the world. Don't do it. He kept saying, "Oh, it's it's very moist." We all brought our A game. Like, what did you what did you fucking make? Uh, nothing. Okay. Um, <laughs> he made me mad. Um, Meatballs? But yeah, I tried a piece of the um, the turkey. It was like, yeah, this isn't for me. And I, I I may have thrown it away. I don't think I gave it to Benny. Benny definitely had some that gave him the runs, though. He's been shitting blood the last three days. It had to be. <laughs> it had to be the turkey. <laughs> oh, another thing I didn't see, stuffing. Disappointment. Yeah, there was none for me either. And there were, um, the mashed the potatoes fuck? were terrible where I was. Uh, there was no mashed potato. I said, oh, yeah, there was. There was, oh there was, gosh, was. I was say, that's like a staple. That's like having, like, a waffle without syrup. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't get any on my plate. There was veggies. I, I kind of like oh, skirt. Otherwise, like I like I mentioned, I don't mind like boiled veggies. Not a no go in real life, but I don't want them at Thanksgiving. Um, I, I was at the just supermarket that there. morning. It's stupid. I went to the supermarket that morning because I needed to get the hell did I need? I needed milk, and I I got um I got a block of Parmesan for the oh the mac. For the uh, the Mac, I had shred, I had a cheddar, and I had uh, this, this habanero cheddar that I was going to use, Ooh. and I I needed Parmesan, and I got more butter because I didn't realize how much butter I needed for this friggin' um, the whisk. for the roux I made for the Mac, and um, I was at the supermarket. I was like, "Anybody need anything? I'm you got five minutes because I'm going to be checking out." And I, I know when I go to the supermarket, I got a plan. 
I got a list on my phone. Most All my men. deleted notes are just, it's just giant, 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 wise, 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 giant, giant, Walmart. And then I'm like, you guys got five minutes. I, I know exactly where these things are. <laughs> right. I'm going to self-checkout. I'm going to get out of here in five minutes and go home. Same. Somebody goes, get a corn on the cob. We have no veggies. I'm like, I'm not getting corn on the cob. Like, I'm, Cause then I got to make it. Right. Like, are you making it? No. All right. Well, then I'm not getting it. It's <laughs> fair. But yeah, there was, there were very few things that I didn't want that were there. Gizzards, no thanks. They had little bananas and stuff. Um, we had, uh, what you call it? Lasagna. Tremendous. No oh, olives yeah. too in it. Thank well, God. Well, if there's an olive in lasagna, you got a problem. Dude, it's like putting a peach me. in an omelet. My mom loves olives. She throws it on anything she could. It's like an old people thing. My dad loves olives. And she'll, th- dude, I bit into so many, uh, empanadas and lasagnas and pastelillos, pasteles, mm-hmm. I mean, that I'm scared every time I, like, Dig a spoon or a fork in. I inspect it before I put it in my mouth because I don't want. Why do they put an olive in any of those things? For that's the not really flavor. Like that's what gives. No, no that's what, what gives me. Is it supposed to give you perspective that the other flavors are so much better? Because <laughs> like... <laughs> if so, it's a clear winner. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. It's more for uh, me. Like, yeah, I'm not going to take another bite of this. You just yeah, assured yeah, me that I, I'm going to throw this away. I've I've never had an olive and gone, wow, this is great. Um, they're in salads all the time. I could do without it. Ew, salads? Oh, thank God, I'm not a vegan. Fair. I, I like salad. I don't like hot salads. I don't like salads at parties because they just sit there all day. Unless you have a salad in a bowl, and underneath it you have a bowl of ice to keep the salad cold. Okay. It's a no-go for me, respectfully. I, we're getting way off topic, but have you ever always. had a oh, have you ever had a Big Mac salad from TikTok? No, but it sounds delicious. I've seen the TikToks for them. I've made it. It's fucking amazing. Do you just? You, it's just ground beef. Like Cooked ground beef, Island, like tomatoes and stuff. Uh, oh, there's no tomato one no, on a Big no. Mac, right? No, you get cheese. Did, wait, did I put cheese in it? You probably have to put shredded cheese. You can't put like a, a a craft single in there. No, no, not at all. That's sacrilegious. <laughs> um, fuck, what was it? It's probably. It's probably oh, I had like croutons the, okay. for the bread. Croutons, I guess, would mimic the bread. Yeah, shredded lettuce. Okay, Thousand Island dressing. Oh, Big fan th- of shredded lettuce, by the way. Not a fan. No, big fan. It's just oh. a lot easier to eat. It's volume, dude. For yeah, no exactly. calories. You get more, yeah. And fiber. And then get pickles and dice them up. Oh, Mince to... that's right. Pickles. And well, pickles in go there. into the sauce, don't they? Hmm? Like, Mac sauce technically has, like, diced pickles in it. Technically, I guess it does. But you throw all that in there, and then you toss mm-hmm. the salad. Oh, yeah, Phenomenal. Like and it's, it's a little good. weird because the meat's still hot or warm with so, the cold ingredients. But after a while, it cools off, and it's just... Especially a day old is kind of like, eh, yeah. but it's still good enough to eat. I'm glad you mentioned that because when I make salads and I make chicken for a salad, I will make the chicken and let it rest so it comes to at least closer to room temp. I don't like putting hot chicken on a cold salad because I don't want it to like make my lettuce hot. Right. So or even if you just make it and then put it in the fridge and the next day make the salad, I think it's great. It's like the issue with the Wawa salads. I'll get, I don't do grilled. I do like the crispy chicken on my yeah, salad. Yeah, they give me the breaded ones there. I like that too. But then it's hot, sitting on my salad, and then I'm driving to work, and it's kind of cold, yeah. but the salad's already done. And then it steams a little bit. The thing with the uh, the Wawa <sighs> salad, and this will be the last point I make, there's a Wawa <laughs> near me that sucks. I went to Wawa maybe a year and a half no. ago, and I, got, I ordered two salads. The one around the corner? Yeah, well, it's good for the most part, but don't order a salad there because you'll wait 20 minutes. They they just didn't see that the salads were waiting there, and they put the, the nuggets or whatever into the, the, the fake fryer. And yeah. it came out, and my salads were sitting on the back counter for like 10 freaking <laughs> minutes. The time on the thing was like 5.48 or something. I got it. 
I got the food at like six oh five. You're like salad. I, I had there. half money. Be like, hey, excuse me, those are my salads. I can just have them. Like, I'm gonna make I them. Paid. <laughs> yeah. All What's right. the point of doing this? This whole fucking list, and I'm paid, and here's my ticket. If my shit's sitting back there, I'm like, I'm ready. Exactly. All right, let's, uh, let's blow through this. Black Monday, the Panthers fired head coach Frank Reich after 11 games, second year in a row. Or is it the second year in a row? Reich's been fired that early, yeah. Um, Chris Tabor will be the interim head coach. He is the uh, special teams coach. In addition, they also fired Josh McCown and Deuce Staley. Um, Deuce was the associate head coach or assistant head coach and running backs guy, and I think really? McCown was the quarterback's coach. Really? Uh, offensive coordinator Thomas Brown will call plays, uh, and Jim Caldwell will be helping out a little bit. Uh, this is like a trend we're seeing where the special teams guy takes over because it's one of the few guys on the team aside from the head coach who actually has his fingerprints on all over the team. Right. Basasha, a couple couple years ago, of course, with the Raiders, he took over and he was a special teams guy. He was great. Um, yeah, he was good. Um, Panthers are in NFL worst one and ten, and of course, Bra- uh, Bryce Young having a really rough season in his first in the pros. He's dead last in QBR and has been sacked forty times. So. Tied for fifth most by a player through his first ten games. Of course, they have to throw that specific that nugget. Time? Uh yeah I guess so oh my god that I, sucks I I'm yeah. pretty sure Derek Carr is on there I think that there David is Carr a, excuse me yeah oh yeah David Carr for sure um I don't know if I brought this up in the past but there's an alternate so, timeline where um anybody that's listening is a little bit of a, not too much of a deep cut but if Georgia loses or at least Ohio State ties that championship game mm-hmm. or the semifinal on New Year's Eve I don't know if you were awake for this because he may have had work the next day um but in this college football semifinal last year, Georgia was well, they won by three over Ohio State. Okay. Ohio State missed a field goal to tie the game at like literally at midnight. Like the clock was counting down and the the kick missed. <sighs> and um, it because C.J. Stroud had the game of his life in that game. If they win that game, Stroud probably goes first to the Panthers, and we're having a totally different discussion right now about Stroud and Bryce Young and Anthony Richardson most likely. Or they just ruin him the way that um they did Bryce Young. Probably. I, I don't think Frank Gregg is a, is a good head coach. Yeah. I mean, proof is in the pudding there. To yeah, the Doug Peterson three doesn't look so hot right now because Reich doesn't look so great. Filippo is back with Peterson now, but it is what it is. But these coordinators getting hired from Philly don't look so great. Yeah, right. Outside of uh, Shane Steigen. Uh, they, for what it's worth, Reich did make the playoffs his first year in Indy with uh, Andrew Luck coming off the bad injury. But then he lost Luck after a year and then kind of floundered a little bit. And... um. And for the, for now, Steichen does look pretty good yeah, with a backup, mind you, and yeah. uh, Minshew. Uncle Rico. Um, well, and also Gannon, he got Kyler Murray now back. Yeah, they do seem to like Gannon out there, so we'll, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt, but he doesn't seem like a leader of men. No. Philly wasn't for him. Um, did no. you like Marcus Spears? A uh, little, little nugget, a little O to uh, the firing of Frank Wright. He like, shoot, uh, if the Panthers were to call me right now, i leave the set right now. Uh, homage to same thing. Homage to uh, Jeff Saturday getting the job. <laughs> someone else said that they would do it too. I think it might have been Orlovsky said he would take the job, Oof. or um, I know it was Greg Olson. Greg Olson said I would leave the booth right now to go to go coach the Panthers. That that and then be someone bad. else someone else said the same thing he did. Um, I don't know who it was, but I got a notification about it. Um, someone said the same thing Olson did and said I would leave right now and go do the job too. I think Olson is a uh, a Panther, of course. Yeah, he started out with the Bears, I believe. It was a Bear, a Panther, and then was he a Seahawk too? No, I think he was always a. Uh, he retired as a uh, Panther. Might be thinking of someone else, for sure. Um, but yeah, I saw that little Marcus Spears. Thing. I'm like, all right, I see what you're doing there. 
I see what you did there. Um, on to the next bit of news, a little little sad one right here. Continuing on to the sad trend. Uh, soccer, MLS, the Philadelphia Union, following the trend as, after all, the Philly sports eliminated in the playoffs over the weekend into a 1-0 loss on the road to Cincinnati, number one ranked Cincinnati, in the conference semifinals. Oh, is this uh, foreshadowing? This is this is a one-off good. or is this a series? That's a that's a one-off. The okay, one before is a aggregate, so you play okay. home and away. This is gotcha. one-off from here on out. By the way, Olsen was a Seahawk for one year, 2020, which, of course, as we, <sighs> as we have determined, 2020 didn't count. Right, 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 right. Remember Richard Rodgers as an eagle, yeah. Um, <laughs> the COVID tell. It's probably yeah. one of the greatest things Aaron Rodgers has COVID contributed. Uh, you see his new thing? He uh, um, He thinks sunscreen is bad. No shot. Yeah, he's I such a hippie, him. dude. I don't. I he's don't a know. weirdo. He liked a tweet from Russell Okung, um, saying that he he told his son that um, sunscreen is pushed by like big pharma or some bullshit. I don't know. Isn't he a Cali boy? Rogers? Yeah. Yeah, he's. A, I don't know. Yeah, I, I like him. He's a fucking weirdo. I think Green Bay just fucked his head up. Wisconsin, Midwest. I don't know. You yeah, didn't realize he needed sunscreen in the cold. I <laughs> was in New York. Goodness. <laughs> And last bit of news here, uh, a little bit of brevity to top the brevity. Uh, Draymond <laughs> Green, quote, <laughs> doesn't regret choking out Rudy Gobert. I wouldn't either. <laughs> Someone said for starting a, for starting COVID. He had a couple <laughs> days off. Um, That's wild. I, I wouldn't either. Um, so Eagles-Bills, perhaps the game of the year to this point. I it's, it's hard to think of another game that was better, but I feel like we've gotten some decent games this year. I would say um, anything with C.J. Stroud. I think he had a shootout. He looked phenomenal. Oh, yeah, he did. He had a game against the uh, the Buccaneers, I think, that was good. And then even this past weekend against the Jags, that was a good game. Yeah. Um, um, this one. is the best prime time. Well, the Lions-Chiefs game was decent. Um, Eagles-Chiefs, obviously, was good. Eagles-Cowboys was good. Eagles may have had the three most interesting games among like prominent teams this year. All back to back but to yeah, back. They beat, <laughs> the gauntlet. Yeah, they beat the Bills. Uh, once again, they were down 10 at one point, right? God, I think yeah. it was 17 7 again. And uh, the Eagles, longest comeback win streak in a single season, four in a row. Jalen Hurts is now, what, 14 and 0 against teams that are 500, uh, over 500? Yeah. In the regular um, season. This is like the 10th win in a row, or 10th different win he's had against, uh, like, while trailing or something like that. Um, he also this season ranks first in the NFL. Uh, in QBR pass touchdowns and yards per attempt in um, in situations where his team is either losing or tied. So Jalen Hurts, uh, another one. MVP? Uh, at this point, yes. I understand that his numbers don't really pop out at you the way like the Breeze, Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck years did, where yeah. guys were throwing for 45 touchdowns and then interceptions. I think it's just like the ability to get it done. And like we've said before, and we've kind of stated on the pod, no team really jumps out at you as a team that's better than the rest. Eagles have two fewer losses than any other team in the league, and I guess right. you give the MVP to the quarterback of the best team. So that's kind of how it usually is. And there's no other player that I think is really qualified except for maybe Lamar. But even Sunday was a down game CJ. for him. And yeah, CJ Stroud, if he, if he gets into the playoffs, has a case, and then Mahomes always has a case. So, oh, he, well, Mahomes is always in the conversation. <laughs> I honestly believe that if the Browns end up making the playoffs with their backup quarterback and their defense carries him, Miles Garrett has a case. Oh, Miles. I know that they'll never give it to a defensive player. The closest thing they ever could was probably J.J. Watt. But uh, Miles Garrett, in a year like this year where there's not really a quarterback that sticks out, right? I think the year he's having is absurd. And I think you can make the case that if they make the playoffs not having a, a healthy quarterback in a division like that, then maybe you go defense. 
I think if uh, the Texans beat the Jags, there'd probably be a strong case for C.J. Stroud. I think I the mean, Texans would be is. the division leader at that point. They would. They would be a division leader in, uh, I think, the four seed. The Jags are the top seed in the AFC. Eight and three. is. They were. I don't know what happened. I think the, the Chiefs are now officially the top seed. I think something happened Sunday which had to do with strength of schedule, which knocked the Jags out of the first seed. Oh. Because they're down to four now. That didn't last long. What's this here? Oh, breaking well, yeah, news. FSU oh. jo- rejoins Georgia, Michigan, and Washington in the college football top four. Oh, FSU. so they dropped um, – who dropped out? Uh, uh, Ohio State because they lost to Michigan. Yeah. You hate to see it, don't you? It'll all figure itself out this weekend because we have Michigan taking on uh, Iowa in the Big Ten title game. The winner of Washington, Oregon, will probably get in. Um, FSU, who do they play in the ACC title game? Is it Clemson? Or no, they're playing Louisville. Um, and then Georgia plays Bama in the SEC title game. So after conference title weekend, we have a, a I think Sunday they will announce the, um, or maybe next Sunday they'll announce the actual playoffs. So for the time, who's the first two out? Is it Oregon, Ohio State? What was that? Sorry. Who's the, who's number five and number six? Is it Ohio State, Oregon? Uh, uh, let me check real quick. Let's it just came look. up as um, breaking news. Gotcha. Georgia's number one. Notification silenced here. Two. Wait, what? Okay, oh, or so Michigan's two. That's what it was. Michigan's two. Washington three. three. I like that. I like that Florida State is not having held against them. That Jordan Travis got hurt. Right. Because they still won on Saturday. Ohio State uh, or- dropped to five. All right, I got Oregon five here. What? Um, I got Oregon, Ohio State here, and then Texas 7, Bama 8, Missouri 9, Penn State 10, Ole Miss, Oklahoma, LSU. What are you looking at? Uh, ESPN College Football on Twitter. Well, I I have an article on ESPN saying Ohio State, let me see. Ohio State dropped to number five after the loss to Michigan. Oh, interesting. Maybe this chick doesn't know what she's talking about. Maybe she's an idiot. I have um, I have them six. Whoa. I mean, honestly, Oregon should be ahead of them anyway. Um, Bobby Portino to be yeah, Oregon's Arkansas's five offensive coordinator. Yeah, Oregon five, Ohio State six, and then uh, Texas, Bama, Missouri, Penn State. Good for Missouri. Yeah, for Good sure. Missouri, Missouri Tigers. But uh, Jalen Hurts terrible in the first half, three for ten for like twenty yards. Fumble, and then turned it on in the second half. He had bad fumble. Um, Looked like it was on him because it was one of those weird ones where it looked like he was trying to hand it to Gainwell, pulled it back, and then decided to hand it again, and it was a fumble exchange. Josh Allen, as we always know, backbreaking interception in the fourth quarter. You, uh, DeAndre Swift had a good second half, uh, only three carries in the first half, had 11 after that. Right. Um, Hertz, of course, ran for two touchdowns. Allen ran for two touchdowns. Good work by you. Thank um, you, thank you, thank you. James Cook had the big drop. Then the Gabe oh. Davis um, – what's it called, miscommunication. So the Bills did shoot themselves in the foot. The thing that also bothers me, and I'll let you share your thoughts too, because I'm sure you kind of echo a similar sentiment. The Eagles every week, and I know that they're not playing perfect football, and I'm not going to be an apologist for them because they're not playing perfect football, and they are just winning by the skin of their teeth. Um, The the dialogue and the narrative every week being that the other team shot themselves in the foot and not that the Eagles capitalized on the other team shooting themselves in the foot really bothers me because I feel like you can look back at so many old Patriots teams and these current Chiefs teams – and even like the Cowboys and like the, when the Seahawks were in their heyday and the Steelers, where every week 
you could pretty much point out three plays in a game where if the ball bounces the opposite direction, the the outcome of the game is drastically impacted. And how many breaks did the did the Patriots catch all those years? So I don't really right. want to hear it. The fact is the team is winning. Uh, they need to figure out th- this week and next week are going to be big games for them. Obviously, heading into the you know the playoffs, but. They're going to have to win a game because they are truly the better team as opposed to making fewer mistakes at some point. But for now, they're winning, and that's all that matters. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, I've seen that that talk all, what, the last four weeks now? Yeah. Well, who do they beat? Well, now we beat Mahomes. Well, the gauntlet. Well, now we beat Josh Allen. Well, you did this. Mistakes here, mistakes there. Granted, during the... Cowboys game, Cowboys should have won that game. I'll be honest. Prescott steps out of bounds. Prescott gets flipped on his head at the one. Ferguson, Ferguson uh, the at ball the was short at the inch, right there. Josh Allen, as you just mentioned, costly interception. James Cook misses a wide open. He got yeah, that, was, that was it Mor- Morrow got burned on was, that play. It was down the uh, it was down the sideline on that wheel route on the first drive of the game, and then Gabe Davis miscommunication. He went outside when he should have went inside. Was wide open. Also Painter. the uh, the blocked field goal, Jalen Carter blocking that field goal for Bass. Two that blocked was, field goals too. Yeah, and then uh, was that right after the missed horse collar on Reddick that they turned into a called uh, uh, um, yeah I think so intentional grounding on Josh Allen. Yeah, that was a missed call. And then also Diggs with the pass interference he should have got called didn't get called by Slay. So the thing with the uh, with the horse collar. I would need to check the actual, like, the nature of the rule. I think, I don't know, unless you actually get him to the ground, I don't know if it's a horse collar. Because if you just grab a guy from the horse collar, is it a horse collar? Because it's the personal foul horse collar tackle. If you don't actually tackle the guy, then is it still a horse collar? Because Allen was in the grasp throwing the ball away and get back to the line of scrimmage. I don't know. If, if he technically doesn't get tackled, it can't be a horse collar, right? I, again, just like I would need to I would see have to the look definition. Into it. Because... Correct me if I'm wrong. I think that rule was put into place in 2008. Uh, 2005. It was whatever year T.O. broke his leg. T.O. That's it was what because I was of T.O. Right. And it is, I think it's um, hand inside the collar and then pull down to tackle. Right. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Josh okay, Allen doesn't have to be tackled. Flop too. Like that, who was it also that hit him? Was um, it Redick again? Or Carter? Cox, hit him, or Cox was the Mahomes game, I think. Um, Someone, like, ba- barely hit. It was quarterback roughing the passer. Allen sells it like he got shot. Uh, that was, um, was that Davis? Probably was Jordan Davis. It might have been Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis, by the way, uh, chasing him down toward the sideline. Um, MVP of the ran, game. He was right running there. 16 miles an hour. The highest Allen has run this year is 18. So, yeah, amazing play. And then he hit the ground, and he, we were worried if he was dead. Turns out he's alive, and he's a. I love Jordan Davis. He was out I love of breath. what he brings. I love what every one of the defensive linemen brings. Even guys like Milton Williams, and you know the guys that you don't really hear too much about, because Jalen Carter obviously is a game record. They used him on the edge this game for the first time in a yeah. few weeks, mm-hmm. and he was just wrecking fools. Brandon Graham, huge sack, and his. Um, by the way, Brandon Graham became the, uh, the I think the. The games played leader all time for the Eagles this past Sunday, passing oh, David Akers. Yes, yes. And uh, how fitting because Jake Elliott also passed David Akers in the best kicker in Eagles history. Um, One thousand, according to my eyes. Um, <laughs> Britton Covey had a really good return. There's a lot to take away from this game that was positive. Right. Um, the, the thing with me, I, I don't, I don't have to look at the stats because I don't know how he did, but 
Um, I still feel like they can't cover tight ends at all, whether it's Bayard or one of the corners. It, it's it's been a problem. Or the same, the uh, linebackers. It's been a problem. Kincaid, man, he was killing us. Kincaid's good. And they can't. I don't know what happened with. Uh, is it Joe Desai, brother? Get a quarterback. Uh, Sean Desai. Get a quarterback spy. You got Josh yeah. Allen just running amok up and down every the third field. down. They they said that they converted like four straight third and seven or longer. Yeah, and it was all it was all rushes from uh, Allen. Yeah, I was, was watching it with my dad. And, and, I was like, what? <laughs> every obviously, time. he's like a he's a Roethlisberger sized player, so yeah. it makes sense that he's hard to bring down. But he's out there just bowling guys over and, and crap weather where you know you have to prepare for you know a little bit of like a mucking mucking grind kind of game. Right. Um, do you think the Excuse me. Do you think the possible acquisition of former Colts linebacker Shaq Leonard, if he doesn't sign with the Cowboys, would be enough to revamp this defense or be enough to kind of stabilize the linebacking position? To like, I think you're right. You know, because that defense, that secondary is atrocious. I mean, you could almost guarantee hit the over on the quarterback on the yards. Uh, a set receiver or two to get over on the yards and a tight end to probably get a touchdown. It's a, it's a guarantee almost at this point. Whether I think they you're win, onto something it's a with, different, yeah. different story. You're onto something with the uh, the stabilizing portion of it. I don't think he's going to fix any true problems. I don't think he's like the you know the guy that's going to come in and change you know change things. Yeah, he'll be kind of like Sue and Linval were last year, where they kind of came in and stabilized it, but he might be a little bit more impactful. Good tackler, still pretty good at uh, pursuing, you know, ball carriers and stuff. He's not going to really stop anybody in space or in a, a on like a route, but he'll probably be better than what they have. Uh, Cunningham and Morrow don't really do much for me, and I don't know how, I don't know, I don't know when Kobe Dean will be back if if he is back this season. So we'll see. Um, he's probably not going to be out there, you know, you know, guarding tight ends one on one. Bayard seems to be the guy they're going to be using for that. But he is a good tackler, and he, he has experience. He likes Sirianni. He was he was one of the guys defending Sirianni when he first got hired. Really? Remember that really weird speech about like the flower or whatever the heck it was? And he, or no, the first speech, he just seemed super nervous. Um, but you know the familiarity. He's also um, during the off seasons he works out with uh, Devontae Smith at five in the morning. Really? He also works out with Josh Sweat at six in the morning in in, uh, in the off season. So he has a little bit of familiarity with some of the Eagles guys. Uh, it's between the Eagles and Cowboys, and truthfully. Say what you will about either, but the Eagles have a better record, so and a, probably a bigger need. And I bet you he would rather play here under Desai. Well, that's not true. That's not true because yeah. Dan Quinn is a really good coordinator too. But and um, he played alongside uh, Mark Michael Parsons. Yeah, that is true. So I mean, it, it is a it's a coin flip, but the Eagles obviously have a better route to the Super Bowl right now than the Cowboys do. Right, right, right. That's fair. And there's familiarity with you know Sirianni and uh, and Sweat, and I'm sure there's guys on the Cowboy defense that. He's played, but Gilmore was a Colt too, right? I believe so. So he'll, he'll know Gilmore. Whatever. He'll know guys wherever he goes, but still. Um, speaking of familiarity with Sirianni, and we could probably move on after this, did you catch the interview? I think it was post-game or maybe the next day. It was definitely the next day where Frank Wright was fired and a reporter asked, would you be open to bringing Frank Wright back in some coaching role and Sirianni kind of brushed it off saying, well, I'm not thinking about that. It's kind of too soon. It is familiar with the coach, but I'm not there yet. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Reich hired him. I'm pretty sure to, uh, or they plucked him to go with him to, to Indy, right? Probably. I think he was a tight ends coach or something somewhere. And they, they brought him in as the OC. 
Yeah. I don't blame him for not wanting to talk about that. I, it, I know Brian Johnson's been really inconsistent, in particularly the first half. Yeah, he, His play calling seems to be better in the second half. I don't know how much of the plays that he scripts in the first half because they don't work, but in the second half, it seems like when he's calling plays that are more relative to the situation, they're more appropriate for the situation, they do better. I, I think that's partially him trying to back his guys and not wanting to say, hey, we have to bring someone in to make things better. So, Right. I think it's more of that. I mean, if... If this team wasn't ten and one, mm-hmm. and Brian Johnson looked more incompetent than ever, then I would be like, "Yeah, let's bring back, let's run it back with Frank Wright." But Jalen Hurts has a relationship with him. He advocated for Brian Johnson to get this the spot, so it is what it is. Um, yeah, we'd be remiss if we wouldn't talk about uh, Jake Elliott. Of course, Jesus Christ! Probably he, the most impressive kick I've ever seen. I thought the most impressive kick he's ever done was the one at home against the Giants. Yeah, that one barely got over the upright, too. Kind of like this one. It was kind of barely. The and it was a game winner, too. He was paraded off the field, family in attendance crying. Yeah. So that was a great moment. Yeah, that, he's the, awesome. Sunday just blew that out of the water. Blew that out so of the water. Jay Kelly was drafted in, I think, the fifth round by the Bengals. And then they also drafted two more kickers after him or brought in two kickers after him, put him on the practice squad. Caleb Sturgis gets hurt on the opening kickoff in 2017. Yeah. He gets obviously put on injured reserve or cut or whatever. They bring Elliott in off the Bengals, you know, practice squad. He's kicking deep balls. I feel like you, you can trust him on those more so than the small, like the shorter ones. He's missing extra points, but he's banging through 55 yarders. Right. He's been as reliable as any player in this city the last five years. And I know that a kicker is a totally different ball player than a point guard or a starting pitcher, but it's a, it's a, it's a thankless job. It's almost like the offensive lineman. You don't really know when they're doing well, but when they do something poorly, you're well aware. It's kind of like one of those deals, and he's been awesome. I feel like he's just super reliable. Yeah. He's he's four for four on kicks that are 58 or longer, um, which I, I would imagine is better than almost any kicker in the league. Um, Probably close to Tucker. Tucker is uh, three for 12, I believe, or four for 12, something like that. He doesn't have good numbers on those long kicks. Part of that is because they'll trot Tucker out there to kick like a 66-yarder and see what happens yeah. because he's Justin Tucker, so his numbers are going to be kind of skewed. But right. um, outside of maybe Tucker and Young-Way Koo, I think um, LA might be the best kicker in the league. Definitely the best Eagles kicker of all time, at least of our lifetimes. I don't know much about the previous kickers before that, but for sure. he's made some really impressive kicks. Oh, yeah, 1,000%. Um, Devontae Smith had a nice line like, Oh, baby, I knew it was money. I always look at those. <laughs> People get scared and they turn away. I always look at it's money. <laughs> and he like, and I like it that he calls Jake Elliott Chicken Little. It's it's, chicken it's tremendous. <laughs> it's funny coming from like the the visibly the the tiniest guy on the team. Right. Um, speaking of Devontae tiny guys, Smith. yeah. Speaking of tiny guys, I like the dynamic this team has. Britton Covey had another really good punt return. He could be a Pro Bowler this year as a special teamer. Oh, you were sold. <laughs> He had like a 20-yard punt return. He's, I didn't realize it coming into this season, Yeah. but he's actually one of the better return guys in the league, and I think he leads the league in, in like average yards. yards per return. Yeah, so pretty That's impressive. Funny, I, I, always... I don't know why they don't use him on kickoff returns. I know Boston Scott's typically the guy that does them, but because Boston Scott is a midget, and you can More barely often see than not, him. You're just you're just letting the ball go through the end zone anyway. Those, but oh. Covey also he didn't no issues in the rain uh, fielding punts. That was very important. How often do you see these crap weather games? The ball gets away from a guy, and all of a sudden, instead of being on your own 30, you're on the opposite 25. That's true. Oh, wait. One more thing, and we'll definitely move on to the 
the rest of the slate of games in the Sparknote version. What did you make of the officiating? I cannot stand the slander. Post-game, days removed from the game, that all oh, the Eagles, like you said, can't win. They always get like lucky. But also the Zebras are in their pocket. Like, stop the nonsense. We already called. We already talked about some of the non-calls that should have been called. But I thought they were re- really picking on Jason Kelsey. Granted, it was a flinch and he did fall star. But back-to-back plays, like, you're really, like, zoning on Jason Kelsey. I, like, what's going on here? I'm waiting for the next New Heights to come out. I think he had to poop. And he was getting, oh, that. He, so, so he kind of blamed the crowd. He said it was a little bit loud and it was tough for him to hear Jalen. I think he had a poop because he wasn't out there for the coin toss in overtime. And there were reports of him going back into the tunnel after regulation ended. I told you about it. I was like, whoa, I think, he just, had a, I th- I think he just had a poop. Um, officiating, I don't really care. Unless it's an egregious call that really defines the game. That's true. Okay. We'll move on. Well, about the, um, the oh. Eagles game last year, that was definitely a penalty. I thought the Super Bowl, but unless it's a, a like a fifty-fifty call that they uh, just like swallow the whistle, please, like forget about. I don't really pay attention to that kind of thing, especially as an Embiid fan and all the officiating shit I have to hear about on Twitter. I, I kind of just I, I, the calls by the end of the year will balance out to be like fifty-three forty-seven for every team. So like, if not fifty-fifty, um, I know that there is the um, the agenda to protect quarterbacks now unless they're mobile quarterbacks like Hurts and Lamar and some of these other guys yeah, and Daniel Jones. But um, it, it, it seems like I, I don't – the officiating thing I don't care about. There's, there's holding on every play. There's missed calls on every play. There's DPI probably on every pass. Like there's always a problem. And some of this stuff is going to go uncalled. Yeah, that's for sure. Um... That's my take on it. I'm, I'm not a big blame the refs guy. Uh, in basketball, I feel like there's a lot more, you know – Things that you can call that don't get called, or things that get called that shouldn't be called. Football, it's it's very difficult to see these things in real time, and there are calls that are missed. And obviously, the Eagles benefited in the NFC title game with the, the catch that wasn't really a catch from Smith. Uh-huh. But Shanahan refused to throw the flag. Like there are things, but I'm not a blame the refs guy. And I'm also not like a thank the refs guy. I think they do a fine job. Whatever they're they're out there for a reason. Good point. Said. All right, let's uh, blow right through the Week 12 Spark Notes. Uh, yeah, I think the people that complain about officiating are... What was that? Uh, I was going to say, I think people that blame officials for their losses are just, it's just loser energy. Jabronis. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 it's like full-on Niners, Cowboys, Lakers. Speed and, on Niners. I, I, there have been times where I've watched the Sixers game and Eagles game, and go, well, that shouldn't, that kind of sucks. But if you blame the officiating and not yourself, you're a loser. Maybe that's just because it, it's the athlete in me, but I don't know. I, it gets annoying. When it, I've said so, I, and we'll move on after this. I, I, this is not the same thing, and uh-huh. I've I've tried to make that clear that my men's league athletics is not the same as professional <laughs> athletics. But I, I have made the point to my teammates and my co-managers in the past, the biggest difference between a winning team and a losing team is the second you start seeing uh, players blaming each other or blaming the officials or mm-hmm. blaming the umpires in my case, you know they're going to lose. And I've said that numerous times. And every time it happens in my games, the next inning, we put up a rally, and there's six, seven runs because these teams, these guys are blaming each other, blaming the officials. It's loser energy. It is. And there's a contagious. reason these professional athletes. Yeah, and it, there's a reason these professional athletes, the the coaches and, and these things, and the players that complain about the officials are always on the shittiest teams. They're always Pistons. They're always like Panthers. They're Jesus. always what do the know, Pistons the, do? They're always Texas A&M. They're always shit teams <laughs> that are complaining about officiating because it's 
You never see LeBron go to the podium and go, oh, the officials really suck, or Mahomes saying anything. Right. It's loser energy, and, and that's, I don't know. The officials are there to benefit Vegas, not us. <laughs> right. And uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. All right. Week 12 spark notes. Uh, we'll blow right by these real quick. Jags defeat the Texans in pretty much a shootout. It was a pretty good, entertaining game. I saw a little bit of it, though. But what I saw, C.J. Stroud is a stud. We said it time and time again on this uh, program here, and you have bought all the stock and then some. Um, any thoughts on C.J. Stroud, even in a loss? Looks like a, a clear-cut favorite over Trevor Lawrence in this matchup. Yeah, he's minus 9,000 to win rookie of the year at this point. He's a, he's awesome. I, I'm really excited to see what they do with him going forward. Um, I believe they own or they don't own their own first-round pick this year, so there's... You know, they, they have a little bit of growing pains going on there, but him and Tank Dell are a good combination. That team's a lot of fun. D'Amico loves, you know, they seem like they play like playing for him. And the Jags are another example. You don't hear it as much because they're from Jacksonville, not Philly, but they're another team that's not like wowing anybody, but they're just winning every game. So, yeah, top seed in the AFC at eight and eight, three. Eight and three. None of their games well, have really been like awe inspiring. They're second, but the case may be the Jags are up yeah, there quietly, a good season. They lead the division. Yeah. Yeah. Next, uh, here we go. Broncos country, let's rock. Who'd have thought week 12 in the NFL that we'd be talking about the Denver Broncos beating the brakes off the Browns? If you said that to me, I'm like, there's no shot. But two teams that uh, this where? had potential to be a big game. And both playoff teams in the hunt. Six and five now. The Broncos. Yep. And I think seven and four for uh, the uh, Browns. They are, I believe, they might have the same record. They might be, Ooh, they might be five and six now, actually. Oh Jesus Christ! They, I think they have the same record going into this game. Oh, then never mind. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, the Browns without a quarterback, Cosby. Oh, down. Evidently, I don't know what I'm talking about because they're seven and four. Never, Kings. If you're listening to this, never doubt yourself. They are currently the second wild card behind. I'll give you two guesses. Who? Wait, what? Uh, they're the second wild card right now behind. Uh, you want to guess? The the Broncos you're talking about. Yeah. Um, no, the Browns. The Browns are oh. second wild card behind another team. Steelers. Yeah, Steelers with their negative 23-point differential. Jesus Christ. I don't know how Kenny Pickett keeps getting away with it. He sucks. Just got um, the coordinator fired. Yeah, right. Looks like uh, Denver figure, figuring it out at yeah. the right time. They might yeah, be a limiting, sneaky team. Yeah. Uh, Peyton is just limiting uh, Russ's mistakes, and they're they're taking the small plays when they're there, and they're taking the chunk plays when they're there. Not being as aggressive, Wilson's being a little bit more composed, and the defense is playing pretty well. And I think also seeing Caleb Williams not really being the star that they thought he was, maybe yeah, that true. prompted the Broncos to start trying. Um, this also goes hand in hand with loser energy. You could tell it was like loser energy in the first half of the season. We like to turn it off with momentum and good wins and mm-hmm. better performances all around from both Sean Payton and uh, Russell Wilson. Yeah, I know that there were other extenuating circumstances, but that Chiefs win really changed their season. Honestly. And then the uh, the primetime game against what was it? who who they play on that Monday night? Um, I forget who they played. The throw, they right? A, the throw in the corner. They, the didn't they beat they they beat uh, Buffalo, right? Was it Buffalo? Oh, I think it was. Geez. I think it was Buffalo. They beat. Yeah, they Buffalo of all the teams in the NFL needed a bye week right now. That was yeah. Rough. No, no kidding. Yeah, you're not kidding. Buffalo is coming off a really weird stretch. They're like tenth in the AFC right now. And they went to London. <laughs> that- yeah. In the first 12 Oh, yeah, they lost to the Jaguars. That's right. Jesus Christ. Speaking of uh, teams that belong in London, the Raiders showed up early, then folded against the Chiefs. They were up, I believe, 14-7 in that game. 
Um, I mean, we were hyped, baby. We were sending back the Chris Berman uh, yeah. sound bite back and forth, and then look, you look up, it's like, oh, put the women and children to bed. Don't we'll look see. at it. It's over. Chargers once again find a way to lose. <sighs> Dude. I, I'm, I'm selling. I don't know what to tell you. I, I, I'm not saying that Herbert has loser energy, but until he wins, I know the defense is the main reason. Twitter's going to come after me if they're listening. Um, the defense is not very good, but I mean, they played against the Ravens and the Ravens couldn't move the ball and the Chargers couldn't move the ball either. That Ravens defense is just very, very good. That compounded with the offensive line sucks. Yeah. They can't block for shit. Did you see the late hit that wasn't called on Herbert? It was uh, yes. preposterous. Yeah. He, he And it was at home too. Preposterous. Yeah not, the re- yeah, not the reason they lost, but it certainly I'm sure played a part in their minds. And then you go to see the earlier game where Josh Allen gets a light tap. He flops like a motherfucker. They yeah. call a flag on that 15 yards, and then here's Herbert getting popped. Well I, think that's on, I think a lot of rough in the passer calls are um, our reputation calls. True. That's true. That's fair. Um, yeah. Which at, at this point, I mean, Herbert's a good enough quarterback. He should be getting the calls that Allen and Mahomes and those guys are getting. I mean, I don't know the last time I saw Jalen Hurts take a rough in the passer penalty either. God, if he did. Uh He's that was also Wentz, a guy right? That, yeah, the, well, he's the, also the brawl a brawl with the commanders. That was Foles, actually. By oh, the way, never not to pat myself on the back, but when am I going to get a chance to do this? Speaking of Carson Wentz, I sent you a tweet I sent out about six years ago, Wentz's rookie season, and I said, Wentz needs to stop taking these big hits or he's going to turn yes. into RG3. Yes, and yes, lo and behold, he's injured every year on, on his like fifth different team now. And while we're on the subject, 2019, I said, I want Jalen Hurts in Midnight Green next year, and boom. Boom, you, Tom Acton to Acton. You are on track, buddy. <laughs> I may or may not have deleted tweets at some point that said Jalen Hurts sucks, but hey. Hey, we don't count Because his rookie year, he didn't look that good. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, man, the Chargers find a way to lose. I would be surprised if Brandon Saley is back next year. I, I don't know. He must have like nude pictures of the owner's wife or something. Like, it, I don't know what's going on here. Maybe they just in so much debt, and they're like, we can't afford to pay another coach. I, I think if they miss the playoffs, he's got to be gone, right? Uh, even playoffs. if it's not I think entirely out as well. by now. The thing is, he's a defensive-minded head coach, and the replacement is there already in Kellen Moore. And he sucks, though. He it's... stinks too. It seems. I thought he was he was the most important hire last offseason, and yeah. to this point, I, I the offense doesn't look any different than it did last year. Herbert led the league in passing yards last year. I don't think he lead the league in passing yards this year. I think it's <laughs> Sam Howell currently, and Stroud might be second. <laughs> Can you believe that Sam Howell and C.J. Stroud? Sam Howell's having a good year. I know that Cowboys game was kind of terrible, but. He's been. I think he might be a guy you can build around. I mean, it's not the enemy. guy, but a guy. Yeah, he, he is. He's not the guy. Don't get me wrong, but he's a guy. Out you of, can win with him. Out of all the coordinators, Bianami is showing up for sure. And if it's true, if the rumors are true, Belichick might be the next head coach there. Does he keep Bianami? Oh my god! I think you have to. Although Bianami could also do the thing where he says, "Well, I have no way to move up now, so I got to go find it." Because no, he's the assistant the... head coach, you would think. Yeah, I'm next in line. No, here comes Belly. Um, Sam Howell as number one, CJ Stroud two, Josh Allen three, Tua four. Can you guess number five? It's got to be somebody. It, 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 I'll well, give you this one. NFC. Purdy. NFC North. Oh, Jordan Love. Jared Goff. Jared Goff. By the way, he get, I, I'm a Jared Goff guy. Yeah. I, he got, he got a lot of hate in L.A. He kind of got shipped out, and he's a better player right now than Stafford ever was. Well, not that. Better whoa, player now than Stafford whoa. is. Stafford is. Yeah, sorry. Not, not, Stafford was elite back in his day with Megatron and 
Uh, Do you by not the way, see the clip that he got when he popped his collarbone and he stayed in yeah, the cave? And Stafford stuff? was a warrior. <laughs> Speaking of those old Megatron teams, um, did you know that Roman Reigns and, and uh, Calvin Johnson were teammates and also captains on the same Georgia Tech football team at one point? I did not know that. Actually, it wasn't Roman. It was Joe Anoa'i. Joe. Not yes. uh, Roman, obviously. But, uh, yeah, Staff- Chief. I, I have to walk the back. Uh, Goff is a better quarterback right now than Stafford. And I think he is <laughs> a guy that you can win it. If Goff ever wins a Super Bowl, I will not be surprised. He he was think, in one. I think if we if we revisit our quarterback rankings, I think he's in the top ten. By the way, Chargers. Oh yeah, uh, I would probably revisit that in a week or two. Uh, Chargers yep. four and seven. Oh, there's no shot. Yeah, they're done. They, they, they got to find a replacement. I don't know who it will be, but I don't know if it's Brian Johnson. They got to find someone to replace Daly. Speaking of Brian send Johnson, B-Enemy, why not just send the enemy out there? Like, why can't he just go take a? The enemy Herbert and Kellen Moore, I'm sure they can make magic happen. Benemy's like would see Kellen Moore's offense like get this know. out of my face. This is or send the enemy down to the freaking the Falcons. The worst thing for the Falcons is them, is them making the playoffs this year because then they're going to retain Arthur Smith. <laughs> and then of course uh, Tommy DeVito is it Tommy? It's Tommy, right? Tommy is it Tommy, Tommy DeVito and, and his Sopranos theme song? That was great. <laughs> wins his first home game. With family in attendance, beating the Patriots 10-7. The Patriots bench Mac Jones once again. I'm guessing he might be done. The Patriots, all the way, by the way, just also cut uh, Will Greer today. So they're running out of quarterbacks and they're running out of patience, it seems. Yeah, it's time to defeat him. Yeah, I mean. So. I mean, that's. Uh, that was. I texted you about 20 minutes God. into that game and I said, is the game ever ended in a tie 0-0? And I'm like, I hope so. I, put, I think this is the game. Let me look back at the. Yeah, you picked a tie in this one, I think. I think it was this or one. No, you, it might have been the Panthers and Titans game that you predicted. Oh, uh, yeah, I couldn't pick either. <laughs> it was bad. 2-9, uh, and nine, New England. Yikes. Oof. Yeah, they're they're all in. I think they're going to end up with Drake May. A fall from grace, as they would say in the business. Yeah, I think they're going to end up with Drake May, and I think that's going to be the last-ditch effort to keep Belichick there. Uh, good call. It was Carolina and Tennessee that I had it as a tie. And then my dumbass had the over in that game. <laughs> Uh, if it makes you feel any better, one of my friends had the over last night in the uh, the 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 twelve ten game, whatever it was. Oh, terrible! Jesus. And then let's talk about the NF the NBA fantasy results rivalry week. We don't. We can skip uh, that. Up and down the turn pod, you uh, you owe <laughs> you owe me toll at this point. <laughs> I owe you uh, toll. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> what the yeah, fuck? I, yeah, yeah. If anybody should not be getting shafted on toll, it's you. Right. Um, um, so I won that one. Uh, that one thousand seventy-five point nine to eight seventy-six point one. I won't rub it in. Uh, oh, currently in first place, of course. You didn't have to like say the numbers. Even now, the point uh, one. You're now tied for third. I believe you have the point differential lead in third. However, and I have the the point. I have more points than the guy you're tied with. Yet I'm in third place. This is blasphemous, right here. Do I lead the league in points, or do you still? I think you do barely. Well, you do because you yeah, crushed me, did. Because you're right up there. Yeah. But oh jeez, I'm, I'm playing. I'm playing the misses this week. Oh, it's on the it's uh, on the rundown right there, buddy. Yeah, I have a uh, I have a f- less than a hundred point lead on you and the points, and then there's a pretty good drop off, two hundred point drop off, and then there's another two hundred point drop off. Look at this murderer's row of lineup this week. Ooh. <sighs> yeah, you got an easy win. No, no, <laughs> I lost last night. <laughs> she beat me. Miss Kayla, if she's listening, ever listen to this podcast. She did at one point. I don't know if she still does. She was winning on the last day last week against Landis. And I, I woke up. I frantically texted the groove and like, 
wake her up and start everyone she can. Everyone. She needs to win, and she ends up getting smoked on a, on a Sunday. Yeah, she added players too late. The players didn't become active in her lineup until the following day because the first game had already begun. And so, then here I am. I thought I was going to smoke her, and I got smacked last night by her. Yep. I might be going and, down uh, a slippery slope. So yeah, you're 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 playing right now against her. She's one. She's one and three. You're two. You're three and one. I know you're 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 two and one. She's one and two. What the fuck are these <laughs> records? Um. <laughs> You're in third place. She's in sixth. Uh, Landis, who's tied with me for first, is playing against the number ten team fireman Joe, who's zero and zero and four. And then I'm, um, <laughs> I don't know. Everybody's played different. Are we counting scrimmages here? Or what's going on? And then I'm playing the uh, the old lady for uh, uh, loser Bragging sleeps rights. on the couch this week. So <laughs> loser sleeps in the dog cage. Loser has to sleep next to Benny because he's got the runs <laughs> in the room across. T- <laughs> in that small room across. <laughs> yeah. This should be good bragging rights. Oh man, can can Fireman Joe get his first win, and can Sally get get she lost? I can get back on top. Uh, she usually beats me, so it's probably going to happen. Oh, I, nice. I, I, what always happens is I always beat a good team, and then I have a letdown. I'm like the the last fifteen years of the Sixers. <laughs> oh man! All right, last uh, last second to last topic. Excuse me. Um. Clobbering time. I believe that was the second, third episode we had before DeGroat. We had Sam Punk the cover. The birthday episode. Yes. And look at that. That was the third episode. The second episode was the three hour long one. Oh, Jesus. Look at that. <laughs> the From the third episode more. to 132. Two years later. We got CM Punk basically at WWE. It still hasn't hit me. It is the the most liked tweet, most interacted with tweet from both AEW and WWE. Uh, The CM Punk is debuting and the CM Punk returns. And right now, I think it's got millions of views already on YouTube. It's gonna be, it's probably gonna be the most viewed video on YouTube at some point. It's probably Uh, by now. Got a lot of catching up there. I think they have like full matches on there, but um, it's the biggest thing that's happened in the pro wrestling sports entertainment thing in a while, which is crazy because he was always like a. At a certain point, he was the. Um, at a certain point, he was the main guy, but he's always been like an ancillary character. It feels like but he's very polarizing, and right. his fans are very outspoken, loyal too. Oh yeah, he uh, he showed up. They expected him to be grumpy. He was not. He <laughs> came out. He gave a really crappy promo last night, which I was on. Not thrilled about. After but they're planting the seeds for, three for the hours. Rollins and Punk thing. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> and then they're they're planting the seeds for the Punk Rollins thing, um, um, because Rollins did say something about him. Yeah, he did. He called him a cancer. But kudos yeah. to Rollins. I'm pretty sure he didn't know. I'm gonna say he didn't know, but he probably was told at the last second. Supposedly like, hey. they all knew right right before they went out that it was gonna happen. Yeah. So kudos to him for playing up the because he knows what he said on that interview, calling yeah. him a cancer. So. By having that in the back of your mind, playing it off, knowing that people are going to get shocked, seeing his rea- real reaction, quote unquote. I think it, I think it was a a work. I, I'm going to say it's look work. at us exposing the business here. Right. Um, well, when I, you have Michael was... Cole holding you back, come on now. Yeah. From I, I think. Come on. So I, supposedly they all found out beforehand. And supposedly also that that interview he did was like for the release of a video game. So he had to be like in character or whatever. Okay. Um, he has also said that he 
that they have worked out the differences or whatever. Like he forgives people for issues that they've had in the past, and he also credits him for um, helping with the development of the shield or something like that. Yeah, he had a, I, I think part in if they end up having a feud for WrestleMania or whatever, the promos are going to be incredible. Um, I'm Leading excited. That'll probably it? be. I would imagine that'll be um, night two main event for night one or night two, and then um, supposedly Roman Reigns is on the list of guys that Punk will feud with, but not until after WrestleMania, which. Makes it sense. makes people think that he's going to retain the championship at WrestleMania, which nah. at this point I think he probably should anyway, because they're going to end up lining. They're going to put him back with Cody, and I don't think Cody should win. God, Cody. Cody I... doesn't do it for me. He reminds me too much of like early WCW Sting. Like he's just a blonde guy that like fans like, but when you put the title on him, nothing changes. Nothing really. Yeah, and I know Roman's like a part-time guy. You'd rather have a guy out there like a fighting champ, but. I think the allure is there. He's not Andre the Giant to where, like, every time he shows up, it's a big deal, but it kind of is a big deal when he shows up. Because he's not there every week. Yeah. Only in the bloodline at the height of it, sure. And I'm, I'm out on that stupid thing. Oh, that's dead anyway. Is they're it? Not, okay. Yeah. They might revisit it, having the brothers face each other at WrestleMania. That's what's going to yeah. happen. But other than that, nah. Well, the one brother's involved with um, McIntyre. The, uh, the Irish guy, right? Yeah. McIntyre. Who, by the way, even if he, let's say he did know about CM Punk, he's like, fuck this. I'm staying in character. I'm storming out of the ring. I, so I think what happened with him is he got kicked in the face for real. Um, if you oh, watch that match, the, the Halua kick or whatever it's called from the Samoan dude, kicked him in the face. It looked like he got he got nicked for real. And then he Samoan actually dude. cut himself. He um, Generico. That guy. Oh, was that who it was? Yeah. yeah. Whoever kicked him in the face, they looked like he got him for real. Oh, shit. And then uh, yesterday he busted his own face open on the championship. Did you see that? I... I was watching the promo. I looked for a second, looked back, and there was something that happened. Rollins hits the ground. I'm like, what happened? Then I see a cut yeah. on his face. Rollins told him that he's going to be having a match with um, the guy that the oh, other Uso, guy doesn't yes, like. Yes, yes. Yeah. And then he, it looked like he did a headbutt, but he went straight to the shoulder. Like he, hit, he hit the strap. And then his face started bleeding. I'm like, are they going to cut the – they're going to go to commercial here because they're not allowed to show blood? Like, what's going on here? Then don't look on the YouTubes when they're going to have a black and white promo. Oh, God. <laughs> I hate those. Like, why is it black and white? Oh, there's blood there. That's why. Yeah, there was a match between Cena, I think, and um, and Lesnar like ten years ago, where uh, Lesnar got busted open for real. I'm sorry, guys, Cena got busted open for real, and they came out and they patched him up, and they refused to show him on camera. Oh, then you should see the one where, uh, by the way, Randy Orton <laughs> returned. If that was the yeah. news, yeah, he's on HGH. By the way, that <laughs> fucking guy. Oh my god, he looks like the he video is. game characters of himself. He's on all the sauce. He's on something. Yeah, there's no way he looks like that. Yeah. Um. You, then you should not YouTube uh, Lesnar versus Orin, where Lesnar cracked him, cracked his skull basically with an elbow shot, and he's yeah. just leaking for days. There was one also, I think it was Mr. Kennedy, and it might have been Batista, where Batista missed him with a spear and hit the ring post and just... God. It might have been him. I, I got to remember. That's that's what killed all uh, Mr. Kennedy's momentum in like 06 or something like that. We're getting way off track. But Mr. CM Punk is back. Yeah. Let's see. I mean, we're getting back. we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. It's too we'll early. We'll keep talking about it as it goes forward because I'm, I'm going to probably try to keep track here now that Punk's back. He is my avenue back to professional wrestling. In 2011, when I saw the pipe bomb on Facebook, <laughs> I started watching again. And then in 2013, I watched very briefly when he was supposed to be an Undertaker. We talked about it off air. But... Yes, 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 yes. And then AEW, he got me back into wrestling with that too. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm a... You're back in... You're a mock. How, how do I exp... Yeah, how do I expose the business further? I'm a mark. <laughs> I'm a mark. Oh, I was a I was a massive mark on Saturday, and, and then you were like, "It's a work, it's a work." I'm like, "Oh shit!" 
and I stopped watching for a bit, and I laid out exactly how he apparently overstays his welcome everywhere. He comes in, he's hot, the fans follow him, then he does something to piss people off, then he gets a championship, then he gets injured, the championship gets vacated, and then he leaves. No, no, before he leaves, he comes back from injury, wants a title versus title because he never lost the belt. Oh, right, 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 because he never lost. (laughs) (laughs) Then he gets fired. Then he fights the owner. (laughs) Scared for my life. Fearing for his life. You mean the fan? I, I fear for my life when I see his barber probably fears for his life. Um, Tony Khan, just uh, someone do a lost in, yeah. Someone please do a wellness check on Tony Khan because also lost in all the sauce. Uh, Wheeler Yuta winning, winning a championship on Saturday night as well. Did he in the in the competing? I don't know what he won some NWA title or something. Oh jeez, good for you. Um, friend of the friend of the show. Not really because he was only at one game, but yeah. What a Wolves alumnus. <laughs> there you uh, go. Apparently the Expos are going to be folding next year, so I might be able to pluck him off their roster. So. Potentially uh, actual Wolves alumnus. There you go. He brings the strap to a game. We'll make it the home run belt. I like that. (laughs) All right. Um, Moving on to top five Eagles. Top five favorite Eagles on the current roster. We will expand this at some point. um, But in lieu of what happened Sunday, uh, Joe and I have decided to do a quick top five. Our top five favorite current Eagles. And this is not like top five best... Top five statistically most valuable. It's just the guys we like the most. All right. Uh, number number five for me. I was going to go number one off the rip. Uh, no, I can't. I was, I was going to joke. I was going to say I Jack Stoll. I have an honorable mention as well. I was going to say Jack, Jack Stoll. Stoll. <laughs> I'm like, wait. He's actually a good guy. Um, number five for me, Jordan Marlotta. I like him. I love him. Okay. Uh, we're in lockstep. Jordan Marlotta is number one. My number five. No shot, dude. No shot. <laughs> my, uh, my honorable mention, by the way, is Rick Lovato, the long snapper. <laughs> The Eagles, oh, I can't see it anyway. Rick Lovato is the most reliable athlete in Philadelphia. He has not had a single errant snap since he took over for Dorn Boss in 2017. Um, I've said it numerous times, In, in two weeks, yeah, we'll going. be talking Rick about the is the... of the 49ers. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. How they lost on the extra point because Lovato snapped it into the, into the upright. <laughs> over over Elliot. You ever see the video? Uh, there's a video on on uh, TikTok, it's like me when I bet on someone and it's the quarterback dropping back and then they're throwing the ball through his own end zone for a safety. <laughs> That's going to be Lovato on Sunday. He's going to snap and it's going to be a safety over the punter. <laughs> uh, yeah, number five for me is Mylotta. The fact that he sang the song that his wife and her dad danced to at his own wedding is fantastic. Really? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's an uber talented guy. I'm, I would imagine you've also have experience with these guys, so you have a probably a better handle on how cool they are as people, but he strikes me as a really cool guy. Yeah, I've seen the... And my buddy ran into him at the bar and, and was uh, oh, practicing sure. technique with him one night. Yeah. That's pretty cool. He's a very personable uh, man. Um, he seems I, awesome. I just see the Eagles TikTok, the clips of it, and they do, the, obviously, the locker room stuff, and he is probably my favorite one that comes up. Him, yeah. uh, Brandon Graham, and Dickerson. He's low-key been growing on me. Pause. Uh, my men are also the... Uh, are always, like, the coolest guys. Yeah. Kelsey is oversaturated for me, even though he's great. I love Kelsey, but because of the heights and then obviously he's his becoming brother, a professional. Yeah, it's like all right, a little too much for me, but he's great. Kelsey's great. Yeah, Kelsey's cool. I and like I can't Kelsey wait to see the new heights. I finally followed the show. I want to see if he really had a poop. I, I gotta find out too. It's got to be in the the <laughs> question and answer section. <laughs> I hope I hope it's uh Travis that <laughs> called him out. On, yeah, so what happened like, there? Travis, you, you, did you have to poop, Trav or Jace? <laughs> what, what do you mean? <laughs> All yeah. right, number four. <gasps> uh, DeAndre Swift. Okay, local guy. I like him. Uh, I can't believe is he a Jersey guy or a PA guy? PA guy. 
born yeah, and raised. Okay, Reddick, Reddick is the Jersey guy then, right? I believe so. He went to Temple. By the way, uh, Deion Dawkins and uh, and JJ or JJ Reddick. Um, I say what you say. Uh, Hassan Reddick and um, Deion Dawkins jersey swap after the game on Sunday. Two Temple guys. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And bad. shout out Brandon McManus on the Jags. Another Temple guy, big field goal. Is he now? Good yep. for Temple, baby. Represent. And that's about it because Robbie Anderson got cut by the Dolphins. So that's it for Temple guys. Oh, PJ Walker. PJ. Yeah, that's it. You mean Ro- uh, Robbie Chosen? Is that, is that his name? I, I signed him in Madden. I changed his name back. But since they I edited his name, they don't have audio for him. So it's just like, touchdown. Player. What a play there. <laughs> Instead of being like, Robbie Anderson. Whatever. That's wild. Uh, number four for me on the heels of an amazing performance on Sunday, Jake Elliott. He's my number three. I was going to put him at four, but I'm like, that performance alone put me at three. Okay. There will be variants here because I don't have Elliott on my um, uh, I'm sorry, Swift on my list. Number three for me is Jason Kelsey. I know he's becoming kind of corny, but he is a he's an authentic version of himself. He's just becoming professional now. So, Yes. Uh, Jason Kelsey. I love that he um, – he was terrible under Chip, and then he figured it out under Doug, and he was great. So, and I, he's a humble guy. Took all the tape, never wants any credit for anything, and he's a, he's. A, you can tell Travis really looks up to him. You can tell the team really looks up to him. And um, I thought one of the saddest videos I think I ever saw was after the game that they lost to the Washington a couple of years ago, the final game of the season when they kind of threw it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was him, and then I think it was Ertz, and Ooh, maybe was Wentz. Um, those three, I think, after the game, were talking to each other on the field, and they're like, oh, man, this could be it for Jason Kelsey. And it wound up not being, but at this point, you never know. Yeah, he might be done after this year. Uh, if they win, I think he, he should oh, be done. Yeah. If he wants to go out on top, he doesn't want to go out like uh, like Jason Peters, like coming back and signing practice squad deals and then getting hurt every game. Yeah. By the way, got hurt again on on uh, Thursday. <laughs> oh, shot, He's still in the league? Come on. The right tackle for the Seahawks. He Jason Kelsey at this play. point, or uh, Jason Peters, he's like the Shaq meme with uh, the rainbow Shaq, all the jerseys. He's got a bear, he was a freaking cowboy, Bill. he was an eagle, obviously, Bills, now he's a Seahawk. He should have been oust once he put that cowboy jersey on. Like, no, 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 stop that. He's been, uh, he was great here, so I have no ill will toward Jason Peters. Yeah. He defended Josh McCoy a lot. Yeah. He was good. Yeah, he, he was great. The bodyguard. Perfect nickname for a left tackle. Could you possibly ask for a better nickname? Right. As a left tackle of a team. Uh, all right, number two, Devontae Smith. I uh, love him. He is great. You see the clips? He's on the sideline yelling about st- stupid shit. I need gloves. <laughs> gloves, my hands are cold. I need, I need, I need He's towel, towel. He's great. He's. I hope they sign him long term. Yeah, it might, it might be a bad deal long term, but... For the money, but not for not for us, I especially you because you have a you have a Smith jersey, right? I do, I do. You guys both wanted black Smith jerseys a couple of years ago. I was the only one that kind of hurts, and uh, I was <laughs> right. no, I'm um, Touche. I should have got Smith. a, a uh, Kelly Green hurts. I went with Goddard, and then I ended yeah. up fucking returning it. I'm gonna get. Um, I think I've decided who I'm getting Kelly Green. Drum I've roll. made a couple decisions. I'm getting well, since I get them from from China. I'm gonna get, get like six for the price of one. Uh, no. Damn. Because then I will. It might be too hot to the touch because he might get burned. Um, ah. I'm definitely getting a Jalen Carter. Ooh, I like that. Definitely getting a uh, Devontae Smith. Obviously getting a Jalen Hurts, and then of course, um, I will be getting someone else in a moment that you'll hear about, who is uh, currently my game oh. day jersey. So 
yes. Uh, yes number yes. two for me, by the way, is Jalen Hurts. Um, he's just everything you want in a franchise quarterback. I, and may, you maybe want a little bit more uh, passing ability, but I think he's he's everything you want. He's a guy that's never satisfied. He just strives to get better. He overcame adversity at uh, Alabama, kind of overcame adversity at Oklahoma, didn't make the playoff, Got uh, came in second in the Heisman behind Burrow, yeah. drafted in the second round as a backup, and every year he's gotten better. And he's the perfect diplomatic quarterback. You know there's personality in there, but he, he shields it. He just wants to be the forward-facing, I'm the face of the franchise, I have to act as such. And to yeah. speak about to talk about uh, Smith, who yeah. would have made this list if it were longer for me, in a world where every receiver seems to be a diva, and they turn into they post these weird like Tumblr quotes after games when they're unhappy. Decrypted. Like you, I think you and I were talking. AJ AJ Brown and Stefan Diggs are going to meet at midfield after the game and talk about which one of their enemies wants to stab him in the back. Um, <laughs> Devontae Smith, such a breath of fresh air. He's got such tight end energy because tight ends are just like herp derp guys. But he he's just like a fun loving guy and a good teammate, and I can tell that he's a good leader. And he's he's uh, selfless because he's awesome. He's the best. He scored the touchdown in the championship game when Hurts got pulled. He scored the game oh, when he touched down against Georgia. That's right. As Jesus. a might have been as a freshman actually. Possibly. Yeah, 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 for sure. I don't remember to be honest with you. He was either a freshman or a redshirt freshman or a sophomore or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, for me, number one is Jalen Hurts for all the things you just said, as well as personality i mean he had that nice impressive run for a first down and you can kind of see he almost broke kayfabe broke character when yeah he, he went broke character. at this and then he like, oh, <laughs> he's like oh wait actually i have shit. to be robotic he's Did, not you're not going to see that until they win the world the world series well if they win the world series you might see it, but geez. if <laughs> could you imagine that he uh, they're not you're not going to see that until they win the super bowl and um, i i very much appreciate that about him i yeah. love the way he carries himself he stays on I, business I'm not the t- I'm not the type of guy that says, you can't show, you know, personality. I liked it when quarterbacks do it. Wentz showed a little personality. I liked it. I like these flam- – I liked Cam Newton when he was in the league. I like the flamboyant quarterback. But I love that he is – the goal is this. I am not at the goal yet. We're going to keep – I'm not going to stop till I get to my goal. And the one of the coldest, coldest uh, photos or moments was him on – he's had a bad game. He admitted it to He had a bad first half especially. Yeah, terrible. Tremendous. Um. Horrific, I mean. When Jake Still Elliott... Still wound up with five touchdowns. It's crazy. I don't know what's going on this <laughs> too. Excuse me? Uh, all right. <laughs> that was... Hmm. You have guessed. Um, I'm guessing Hazel may have ran down to the basement. I thought it was a girl. Like a little girl. I was like, oh, yeah, this... <laughs> Um, Jesus, that was it threw me off. Um, one of the coldest uh, photos is when Jake Elliott made the fifty-nine yard field goal, and I believe it was Brian Johnson, <laughs> like talking to her, like, "All right, we're gonna do this," and you can see yeah. see her just stone cold, just shaking its head, like, "We just, job job ain't done." And then I don't know if you saw the side by side, Jalen Hurts sitting there shaking his head, like, "Mm-mm," and then you see Kelsey watching it, and he's saying, doing the same thing, shaking his head, like, "We got business. Yeah. This ain't over yet." That yeah. right there sold. These two that. are great. Hurts is great. He's great for the, for the team. Great for the city. You know he's a Houston boy. God, I, yeah, that's the yeah, one thing. The, the one Sixers bullet. Game last night. It's fine. He was at the Sixers game last well, night. Well, Le- LeBron knew he was going to be there. That's why sure. LeBron played. Yeah, Le- LeBron. Uh, LeBron said before the season, Hurts going to win. He's going to five <laughs> touchdowns against the Bills. Um, right. LeBron, who said the Steelers are out, scored every game and win. Um, God, bozo. All right, who's your number I one? I know. I know I just said I like the forward-facing player that doesn't show a ton of personality. 
but how could you not? My my hero, <laughs> the biggest play of my Eagles fandom, the most important play of my lifetime, the strip sack of Tom Brady, Brandon Graham, of my all favorite Eagle, Tom my Brady. favorite my favorite Eagle probably ever. I know he's not the best Eagle ever. He, no, well, he's not Reggie White. He's not To. He's not. The, he's my favorite Eagle. It don't matter. After it's like literally next to the mic on the other team, you're gonna lose anyway. It don't matter. Um, the, <laughs> I think what solidified it for me, if not the strip sack and Super Bowl, was last year coming out of the tunnel against the Giants, and the little girl was like, "You suck. You barely beat the Colts." He goes, "Well, we about to beat that ass." <laughs> to really? the little he girl in the stands. I gotta see this. Um, and yeah, the the constant talking. Um, he's great. He's a good leader, and uh, of course the now the all time game played leader. Uh, my I do have a, a a little bit of a broken heart over it, but my game jersey this year has been a, a Midnight Green um, Brandon Graham with a Super Bowl patch on it. The last two weeks, and I'm not taking credit, Yeah. the last two weeks I sat, in the first half I sat on the chase on my couch. I have a sectional in my Brandon Graham jersey. They were terrible. At halftime, I changed into my black Jalen Hurts jersey and sat in the <laughs> corner of the couch when they came back both times. So listen, I will give it one more try. <laughs> Brandon Graham's gonna. I'm gonna wear the jersey. If they come out flat, the black Jalen Hurts is my game jersey going forward. So, or or let's hold, hear me out. Just keep doing what you're doing. Don't 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 switch it. If it ain't broke, don't don't fix it. Yeah. Well, I could go with the black Hurts, but I, I love Brandon Graham too much. For a while there, I was trying to match the jersey to what they were wearing, but I don't have a Kelly Green, so. And I also I just love Brandon Graham. Brandon Graham, I have a soft spot for him. Everybody knows I love BG. Yeah. Um, he's my favorite Eagle ever. I, and I don't think it, it's going to be impossible to, to the mix of personality, perseverance, because he was awful. In the, he was kind of like Kelsey. He was terrible in, under Chip. And then all of a sudden, Doug came in. They changed the defense. Went from a three-four standing uh, outside linebacker to a four-three edge rusher. Put up ten sacks. Then uh, I think what also did it for me is he had that chance to leave after the 2018 season or 19 season. The injury. And there was that one day in January um, when he was a free agent. And I was listening to – I wasn't even listening to a, like a sports station. I was listening to like WMMR. Yeah. And they were like breaking news, Brandon Graham staying with the Eagles. And I was like, you know what? I love it. And then they show the clip of him telling his daughter, his wife telling his daughter that they're staying and she was thrilled. So he's a Philly guy. Retire, I, 55 should be retired forever after he's done. All right. Uh, regardless if he's a Hall of Famer, 62, retired forever. 65, one. retired forever. And 91, retired forever. How about and nine, one? technically kind of tired. And, well, he's got to win the Super Bowl first, but one should be retired at some point, and nine. I know it's hard to retire numbers in football because there's only so many that linemen can wear. Right. That's why all these teams have, like, the Ring of Honor and stuff. They have that new but, rule where you can wear every, any number Well, you yeah, want. now the skill guys can wear whatever they want pretty much, but um, those are the numbers I would retire. Jake Graham Elliott? Cox, um, Johnson, Kelsey, and uh, Foles and Hurts. Uh, at some point, Hurts, but Foles. Uh, Foles might be one of those things where they don't actually retire, like Chase Utley, where no one's wore 26 since he left. But um, mm. by the way, Chase Utley, three quarters of the ballots that have come out, he is on them. Right now, if the ballots, if we stopped the count, he would be all of him. First ballot. His speech would suck balls. Oh my God. That's got to be in the, like, the compilation. You're like, oh, this is this is great. Thanks. See ya. And he would just leave the stage. I'm a fucking Hall of Famer. <laughs> Hall of fucking fame. Let's but yeah, go. that's our top five. Top five, baby. We did it. We it knocked don't it matter. out of our It don't matter. It don't matter. Dude. And we I didn't think I heard schedule. it. I didn't think I heard it when I when I saw it in real time. I'm like, 
I know he didn't just say that. And then the clips went viral of course on TikTok and, and Twitter. I'm like, yep, that's him. If they lost. By the way, Jalen Hurts had the opportunity to do the perfect, the actual coldest celebration ever. And I thought he was doing it. What? When he scored the touchdown, he put his arms out. I thought he was going to flap the wings, which would have oh, been sticking it to Stefan Diggs. I didn't see the Stefan Diggs. He, did, he, did, he just that. put the arms out and like looked up. Arms he should have flapped the wings. It would have been the perfect chance. First walk-off Eagles touchdown, and God knows how long. Um, I don't think there's yeah. been one since before Doug. So, Dude. What that would have been the chance. If it was Devontae Smith or A.J. Brown, oh, yeah. In the Kelly Green, same day as uh, Stefan Diggs did, which I didn't see until I went on Twitter. But Two and he out. had the chance. 2-0 in the Kelly Greens? 2-0 uh, in Kelly Greens while the other team does the uh, the flapping bird thing. Cool. Who did it the first time? Um, Miami? I think it was either Waddle or Hill. Either somebody on Miami did it. Oh, my God. Probably Hill. I think he got the touchdown. Yeah, whoever scored the touchdown. Oh, dude. Yeah. Don't do that in Philly. Come on now. It's sacrilegious. You know better. Fuck around and find out. Yep. All right, guys, this has been episode 132 of the PA Turn Pod.